What's up, everybody? I'm introducing David yet again. It is Wednesday. We're at the hump. Why do we call it a hump? It's because it's midweek. But for some of us, it's really just a little jump from our long, comfortable weekend. And I turned David on and off. So, you know, a lot of us sort of go with listening to the media when it gets in and around election time. And the tactics that some parties use and in how they use it is what I find is some of the most interesting that I could ever explain. And David found this topic, and I got to give him credit for it because lately he's finding a lot of good topics. But, you know, when a party starts to use, if you vote for that party, it will be kind of interesting. David, want to jump on that? Well, yeah, Stuart. So, you know, part of the, the amazing thing is that recently, not even recently, we know that politicians love to throw out propaganda. They like to throw out enough crap. And if there was enough shovels out there to, to, to dump on people, they would. But, you know, recently, you know, and I'm saying recently in the last, I don't know, let's call six years. There have been a lot of propaganda and a lot of dumping on the Republican Party. First of all, it was the wonderful attack on, on Donald Trump over four years. And of course, there was a lot of propaganda related to his, um, no, no, well, yeah, right, five years, one year of campaigning and four years in office, where he was vilified and supposedly a Russian agent. Supposedly, he's, you know, did all these things. And while everybody says today, you know, he's a crook, he was an ass, he was a bass, blah, blah, blah. Go on and on and on and on and on and on. But the propaganda spewed by the Democratic Party, the squad, the liberal media, it got really ridiculous to the point where, unfortunately, people started to believe this rhetoric. Now, let's fast forward almost two years into the Biden administration. And once and, and, it, and I, we ranted about this, you know, not that long ago, that in January of 2021, when our dear friend Joe Biden was, you know, you know, had his inauguration, he talked about unifying the country. He talked at great length about the need to bring Americans together from the right, the left, the Republican, Democrat. And he's done nothing of the sort. In fact, he's put a bigger wedge in between right and left. And a lot of people will say that this is the woke. And I know, Stuart, you're going to bring up your favorite cousin and all this. But the left, the people who are so have drunk the Democratic Kool-Aid from your cousin to the Kathy Griffins to others in this in the, in, um, in the Democratic Party are now coming up with two new things. One we've talked about. The MAGA Republicans. We had that famous press conference last week with that red background, that Nazi-like feel that you mentioned, right? And I know you were really upset about that, and rightfully so. But now the, the new term that's coming up is, or the new thing is, that if the Dem you vote for the Republican Party, you want a civil war. And yesterday, Kathy Griffin spewed that out again. And once again, this notion... That it's the Republican Party that's going to cause the Civil War? You know, Stuart, it, it, it reminds me a lot about what you hear from extreme political parties. Communism, fascism, they used fear, propaganda, as a control mechanism. 
And the Democratic Party hasn't shied away from this in any stretch. In fact, they've they've ramped it up over the last six years. That they're putting the Republican Party is the party of racists and they're white supremacists. And then they are anti-democrat. They're, they're, they're going to destroy the democracy. And now it's about a civil war. Stuart, your cousin Rupert Hitzig, who has spewed this out, I don't understand. Actually, I do, because he's drunk the Democratic Kool-Aid. But does he not realize that all of this, these words, and words matter, are going to ruin the union? So, so okay. I love my cousin Rupert. We've been chatting since uh, I, I can remember in the mid-80s. And, and he's a good man. And he did it. He said drink the Kool-Aid for the Democratic Party. He helped write the Kool-Aid for the Democratic Party. And, and he is, you know, uh, a guy that worked on the Kennedy campaign, right? So I keep trying to argue with, with him and debate that a 1960s, 1950s Democrat is not a modern-day Democrat. Nope. However, however, the tactics used even to defeat, like, the Mitt Romney with Obama, that he's going to push the elderly off the cliff. What was that, Ryan? That was uh, Jack Ryan, I think his name was, that he's going to cut Medicare and push the old granny off the mountain. Remember that image? Right. And then you got other ones, Congress uh, people in South Florida, like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who says, you know, I got to step on the neck of the Republican. I mean, these people use very colorful, very, very damaging language that actually destroys the fabric of the Republic. Now, Listen, there are some right-wing nutcases. I agree. I'll agree that President Donald Trump wasn't the most eloquent president. Probably the second least, right? Because there are a few, maybe third least. Believe it or not, Washington wasn't exactly a politically correct individual. Yeah, but, but, he, but, he didn't have, but he didn't have TV and radio to, and, and media to pretend have, like today. Right, right. He didn't have a media like MSNBC or, social media. <laughs> or CNBC or Facebook to, to really get into the nitty gritty. But even at that time, you know, the politics have changed. These tactics like Kathy Lee Griffith. Who not Kathy Lee Griffith, just Kathy Griffin. Kathy, Kathy Gifford is, she's from Good Morning America. I'm just <laughs> oh, hearing the, yeah. oh, no, the Today Show, sorry, the Today Show, whatever, yeah. Today Show. So I mean, they use tactics that are in line with the party of the neo-Nazis of 1933, a fascist party, but as well, Lenin, Stalin, very CCCP, Soviet Union. You know, and, and the hard thing is, is that they package it with such love and conviction that we're going to prevent girls from having freedom of choice can't be further from the truth. We want to make everything an election issue, but you know what? Every single election issue that they seem to try and make is like shotgun. They're throwing mud up on the screen. It doesn't really stick, but they don't need it to stick everywhere, David. It's a very interesting tactic. I get the pet pepper this one, that one, and everyone to get a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here to try and inch up above the 50-50 balance that the country is. Another major difference is that the Dems have taken up a new standard of calling. This started in 2015 with Hillary. You know, Obama never did this. Hillary did calling Americans. You know, listen, I have heard Donald Trump call out 
Mitt Romney as a joker broker, underwear broker, call out Mark Cuban as ballless invertebrate, right? He he has picked on individuals within his party and has called people out like Crooked Hillary, but never went after the entire base, never called Americans bad, called this one, that one, and and and, and party yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah but, you know, but you know, but but you know, Donald Trump, we know is the big bully. We know that, and and I don't care what anybody's gonna say. We know he's the big bully and the blustering idiot, and I get all that, and I've got no problem. But you're right. No idiot. He, he, no he idiot. didn't go. No he idiot. didn't go. He didn't go stand up and talk about Democrats as deplorables. He did not call them. You know. You know. He didn't give them names like what we're seeing right now. We are categorizing. A hundred, you know, over, you know, over a hundred million people, and I mean, no, seventy-three or seventy-five million people voted for Donald Trump in the last election. Let alone how many Republicans got votes as well. And if you're going to tell me that these are anti-Americans, who, by the way, the interesting thing, if you look at the military, how much of the military is significantly Republican? Or votes conservative. And are you telling me that those are the people who are going to create a civil war? They are your deplorables. They are your, uh, you know, the, the threat to the great democracy. That scares me as a statement. Okay. If you're going to tell me that the people who are the most intelligent and savvy are the Joe Bidens, the Kamala Harris's, the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I had a very interesting talk yesterday with a card-carrying Democrat. She is a hardcore Democrat. And then we, when we were talking, she realized, as I was talking to her, I said, listen, maybe socially you're a Democrat, but you are, cons- you are conservative thinking when it comes up to work and business. And so to sit here and to tell me that one side is bad and one side is good, they both suck, they're both good. But to call out an entire population who voted Republican and to say that this is going to lead to a civil war, you know what? You're right, but the civil war ain't going to come from the conservatives. It's going to come from an uprising of the left that you are stoking with this kind of propaganda. Well, well said, well said. Listen, fact checkers didn't exist until the truth started getting out. And I think I want to say that again. Fat fact checkers didn't exist until the truth started getting out. So when the media was all controlled by one agent and was all one-sided, you know, you didn't need fact checkers because whatever they said was the truth. The truth is as they see it and want you to see it. Because if you see it any other way, you can't be true and you got to be a, an enemy of the state. And again, the Republicans had their time with that sort of philosophy. And it's been like a polar reversal, right? From from the you know the 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 persecution of those people alluded to be communists, right? Then you had the Nixon era, right? You had all kinds of really hardcore, really right-wing type things under the guise of being American. Now it's the left embracing wow. this philosophy that the right has left behind. Oh, I, to me, the, 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 the ridicule, Stuart, the, the demeaning, and it's an amazing thing because the Democrats are sitting here and saying, we're educated. We are the educated. If you are a redneck, well, then you must be a conservative and redneck. Therefore, you must be an idiot. You must be stupid. They continue to insult. And again, 
you know, it's it's fascinating to hear the extent of of how they will use names. I mean, it's funny because they they went out and they talked about how how Donald Trump is a name caller and how bad he is and how terrible he is. He's but not when, politically correct. But, He's not. But when they do, but when they do it, there's a justification. This oh, yeah. is this is propaganda at its best. Okay, this is the kind of fear mongering that you are trying to create. You are so uncertain. Listen, here's the thing. Roe v. Wade was 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 ripped apart by the courts. Okay, what did you do about it, Democratic Party? We created fear. We created more fear. Vote for me. We're the party who's going to protect you. But you've done nothing. Have you called a referendum, a national referendum? If you say that the entire country wants abortion, put it on a referendum ballot. But no, they won't do that because they want to use words to scare people rather than take action. And that's the scary part is if all you do is scare people. And believe me, I'm in the scaring business in what I do for a real living. Okay. And I can scare people with reality, but there's an action plan. And all I ever hear from the Democratic Party, Stuart, and, and, and I'll get this, is more words. And if you don't agree with me, I'm going to yell. And if I don't yell at you, you need to listen because otherwise you're an idiot. We started off with talking about the Biden speech, which sounded like a Democratic DNC party meeting. But here is a dangerous escalation by the president of the United States where the majority of Americans think the Biden speech was designed to incite conflict. It's not the right inciting conflict. It's the left. And the left says, oh, you got January 6th. Oh, you got January 6th. And they keep repeating this over and over again. Where are the January 6th trials? Stuart, Stuart, the the point of the matter is this. What the Democratic Party, like, yes, what we saw on January the 6th was words had incited. It was a, it was wrong. It incited people. What they're doing is to say, is, you see, these are the people who are going to destroy America. So if you're telling me that all Republicans, all conservatives will create a civil war, our pro, our extremists to the point where they're going to ruin democracy, you know, that kind of totalitarianism is frightening. And I'm sorry, it must be a cut. So when I see that the NBA has decided in the 2023 season, 2022, 2023 season to not have a game played on voting day, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go. Yes, it's time to go out and vote and, and not with your heart, but with your mind, that you have now been insulted by the president and his minions, his press secretary, all of the, the oh, house. That the, press secretary know? is going to go into history as being the biggest idiot. But, David, we can Let's, talk about uh, her yeah, on another, another time because you know what time it is? It is time to say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody.